picking a favorite tool is super difficult for me. And it's difficult because of the just the specificity of it to say that there is that one tool, but it's also the concept of the like what do I mean by tool? Do I mean sort of a general skill or a specific object or type of object? And because I could think about things that I that I tend to carry with me a lot and get, I get a lot of use out of and enjoy very much. Um, but, oh, gosh, it's just rough to come up with one favorite tool because I have a few things swirling in my head. One, human-centered design. That's a biggie. It's big. It encompasses, encompasses so many things in different skills. But this, this combination of the um, helping navigate choices with, with uh, collaboration and inclusion and uh, like credible thought to make good, deci- good constructive decisions that make useful things happen for people. And uh, this, I- the idea of the, the, well, like I said, the collaboration, the co-creation, working with an audience and, and working for an audience at the same time, the, uh, the, the disciplines of, of research and the, types of things involved in design where you're proposing how things can be uh, constructive to solve a problem. So all the kind of pro- you know, problem defining, problem solving, all that. So yeah, human-centered design, that's the big one, I guess. But honestly, the if, if, if this is sort of a, like a schoolyard king of the hill, I don't know, or what would be the, what would be the, better way to say that because I suppose that's a that's a gendered thing so why, why not uh, um, owner of the hill the uh, most uh, competitive aggressive person willing to occupy the top of a um, hill <laughs> I don't know <laughs> okay so few concepts working to get at the, to working to, to get the top spot, right? Human centered design totally is one storytelling, big one. Um, yeah, I mean, just the, the ability to pr- present things with enough context where it's sort of the self-defining package of context and causality storytelling. So good, so powerful and amazing. I love it. And Incorporating it into anyone's discipline is probably good, even you know if you're pre- presenting um, presenting narrative and or facts or both. Um, it's ridiculously powerful. So the other thing I I could say so just uh, mm, I love drawing, and I mean that was like one of my first big creative loves is uh, drawing stuff. Sometimes in the books that I had uh, access to where, uh, you know, a book on space, I'm drawing rockets and planets in it. Um, a book on Snoopy, I'm drawing, I'm drawing Snoopy in Woodstock. And uh, drawing just ha- always has been so uh, interesting and fascinating and calming. And it's 
it's a and then so like that that's like early memories of 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 drawing but then you know sticking with it and and developing uh ways to um you know draw more representatively and and um also to draw even more loosely as well and so now the idea of doodling and 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 doing visual note taking and doing that either solo or doing that for a group it's it's very rewarding very enjoyable and it's um and it totally enhances and complements storytelling and also human centered design and then one more creative tool vying for the favorite spot is games and game design. The idea that you can have an interactive thing, like so you can make a thing and, and, um, and have, well, okay, so you create a drawing, uh, you create a story, you create um, any kind of media. I don't, I don't believe in the idea that anything's passive. I think it takes active participation it's just a matter of what kinds of participation and to what degree of, of effort and um, mm, what degree of effort. And I suppose, yeah, effort could be um, discovering patterns and stuff in the, in the creative work and then gaining some kind of, uh, you know, associations and insights and then further meaning and then taking that further meaning and, and examining the work and then all of a sudden discovering a new layer and all that. So, so illustrations, paintings, poetry, um, like all prose, everything you make, a, you, it's you, none of it to be consumed is, is passive in my opinion. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a lot going on in, in when things we create, but then there are creations that that we, we call more interactive. And I think it's because they, 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 I guess they exhibit behaviors of, of, um, of living things in some ways. Like there could be motion animation change over time through, uh, through sound expression, symbols, what have you text scrolling. And then they can have a, um, sort of a direct interactive feedback loop where if I do something Let's say, so I'm interacting with a book and I'm turning a page and I'm reading words and I'm certainly involved in creating these constructs and imagining things in my head and the characters and the, like, this character looks like this to me and this, that other character looks like that. And here's how they're standing when they said the thing. Um, and here's where they're standing, all this stuff. I mean, I'm deeply involved. It's, it is, it is interactive, right? But the book isn't morphing in my hand, right? The object isn't, um, necessarily turning into other objects. So you have pop-up books and, and other kinds of uh, cool artifact type experiential um, reading things like, um, gosh, I forget the person who makes the, the amazing, clever mini comics uh, packaged as um, like food, fast food and all that. So many, so yeah, so the artifacts can have a lot as far as, um, physical conceptual representations and all this and it, it and invite a lot of participation in some way but uh the interactive stuff that involves computing software displays human computer interfaces and all that uh so well 
okay, because I don't mean to be exclusive of of uh, physical board games and all that kind of stuff too. So I love all games, but the games that I would say in my situation that are vying for the top tool spot would be um, interactive digital games, maybe even combined with hardware because arcades are, are a certain kind of magical immersive thing. And then the different shapes and forms physically, the presence of these things, their sounds, their lights and all that. Uh, in addition to the, um, the sort of primary focal point interface where you have the, you know, sticks and buttons and stuff and a screen doing things. There's so much change over time that's rapidly responding to your further ongoing input. And that is a, that's a different thing. That's almost magic to me still. Uh, and the idea that you can sort of breathe this sort of kind of fake life into uh, these inert objects, and now they, they're sort of you know blinking, moving, changing, responding. Uh, yeah, video games are... Are a, are, a, are a medium that I I just, yeah, I love and respect deeply, and I don't know. Like, maybe that should be on the top spot. Okay, yeah, favorite tool. It's not easy for me to pick one. And uh, human-centered design, I... Mm, okay. I think that one gets to s- hold on to the top spot, but it's not not without strong competition from the others, from storytelling, from drawing, and from, uh, from interactive games. Yeah, so, yeah, storytelling, drawing, interactive games, human-centered design. Um, favorite tool? That's the toughie, because then I could just say, ah, you know, my iPad. <laughs> I love my iPad. I do. I like uh, the the tablet UI and being able to create the digital things. And with the since finally the couple of years back, the they you know Apple added uh, um, a pressure sensitive pencil that was pencil pressure sensitive device that uh, input that was so that was better than the third party things that the market was just adapting because of course people want to hold a pencil. Um, and have some kind of input. You think about the ergonomics, er, the ergonomic difference of, of communicating information with your fingertip versus a device, a utensil that you're able to hold in your hand and hold more stably and, and um, have more nuance. We're humans. We adapt with tools and all that stuff to the, you know, to the, to whatever our abilities, right? Um, Anyway, so, side tangent and that one is not the yeah my ipad is sort of hanging out in the corner of of the of the playground saying like you know maybe it has big dreams saying yeah if i wanted i could take the top spot but it couldn't take the top spot (laughs) okay favorite tool this was a prompt i was considering because of the art sound off creative challenge thing i started with my friend jersey droz learn more about uh this follow along, go check out the hashtag art sound off and uh, check out artsoundoff.com and learn how to play along if you wish. And any thoughts, reactions, questions, talk about uh, maybe common ground among your favorite tools. Do you have a sort of a challenge for the top spot? Um, well, 
I, I'm, uh, I'm reachable. We can chat. I'm online in different uh, uh, social networks like Instagram or Twitter even as Rob Stenzinger. And via good old-fashioned email, you can send me a message there, rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. Thank you very much for listening.